The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. This is Reverend Jackie Fernandez, and we are live at the Tower at the Sacred Grounds of Unity Village. And I'm so pleased to have back in the studio on Voices of Unity today with me, my dear friend, my mentor, my sister, Reverend Myra McFadden. Welcome, Myra. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm just delighted to be here. Yes. And so you have been with us now a couple of times, maybe three, I think. This I is think your so. fourth time in the past six months. And you have been uh, sharing with us, so graciously sharing with us, your experience of cancer that you are in right now and the chemo treatments that you've been receiving. And I just think it's, you know, incredibly important to, um, to stay with you on this journey as mm-hmm. you are willing to share because this experience, um, you know, is really so common. It is. It's an unbelievably common. And um, as I've been moving through it, I realize how many people have shared this um, experience or walked closely with another person. Um, and in this day and age, it seems strange to me that there's so much to deal with, and yet there is. And it's our way to really bond and love and know joy with each other Ironically. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, you know, for you to be so spiritually grounded, you know, you shared in one of the early shows that, you know, because of your practice, the spiritual practice, you know, which, you know, that's why we call it practice. Exactly. You know, so that when, you know, when we find ourselves ourselves in the midst of these, you know, more challenging situations, we can turn to that which we know. It's really True, because, you know, we are called, I mean, joy lives in us. Joy is not something that ex- that's externally based, even though we tend to think of it that way, especially when we celebrate, we yeah. celebrate things. But it's inherent within us. And to be able to pull up that joy in the midst of anything and everything is really profound and um, incredibly empowering spiritually. It is, and it's something that I think you've just done so beautifully throughout this entire journey. And there have been ups and downs, as you've shared, and, you know, tender moments, you know, moments that have been difficult. And yet, you know, it's, I'm going to bring up social media. And (laughs) we all know that, you know, we can't fully believe, you know, the sort of snapshots that we see on social media, Mm -hmm. that of course, people tend to, you know, um, post the high points and the sort of this designer life. Um, But if, 
you take a look at your social media, the photos that have been posted over these last six months, there is an undeniable radiance uh-huh. from you. And and that's that's not fabricated for, um, you know, for social media. That is I have seen that in real life, you know, mm-hmm. in the photos and and just with you and being present with you. And and that kind of joy is is contagious. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's so refreshing to hear this. Um, When I grew up as a kid, I was really not a joyful kid. I was so um, serious, so studious, um, insecure. And yet I had this profound love of God that started when I was seven. And I think it was about really having in that day, in that time, a father, a father of unconditional love. And so I started um, church hopping as a kid. I would jump into whenever I could get a ride from one of my um, friend's parents and we'd go to Sunday school. I even walked to a church where I saw a marquee that said Sunday school at nine. Asked my mom if I could go. I was on the way to the <laughs> library. And I remember standing in the church and people trying to figure out who was this little Japanese American Indian kid who wandered in the church <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning. And I just remember looking up and seeing all these adults being so tall, yeah. all gathered around me. Who are you? What's your name? Is your mom here? And I was just confused. I thought, no, I came to find God. So that does not surprise me one bit knowing you. That does not surprise me one bit. Yeah. Um, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You have been on this path from the beginning. I'll just say from the beginning, you know. Yeah. And so shortly after you received your diagnosis, Mm -hmm. we brought you into the studio, Mm -hmm. into our video studio, not the UR studio. Yes. Um, And and we had um, the theme Awakening Joy. And it was to be our Unity's annual theme for December. And I just, because you were, even in in those moments, like right after receiving the news, you were still just in your joy. You were still Mm -hmm. Myra, you know. (laughs) And I thought this, you know, this this is the time Mm -hmm. to capture that because, of course, not knowing Mm -hmm. what the next six months would, you know, how they would unfold, what they would look like, what, you know, journey you would take. and, um, And if you would maintain the joy. You know, mm-hmm. I thought this is the time to to capture, to have, you know, someone who's in, in this mm-hmm. crossroads, in this moment, to really talk about awakening joy. And then knowing that we would visit it, revisit that mm-hmm. message six months now, and you are, have now just completed round 11 of 12 chemo treatments. Right. So you're almost done. So close. You know, it's funny that you would say that. I remember... Um, doing that filming, and I will say that the joy has never left me. Yeah. I I um, feel real blessed by that. I, I also know that it it comes from within me as a gift, as grace, but it's never left. And even, I mean, like even in this very moment right now, my hands are numb and they're on, they're freezing inside and they're hot on the outside. I feel like I'm walking. On, I, I call them like numb balls, like my feet are little balls of numbness and I'm balancing my body on top of my knees because my legs are numb and, um, you know, unpredictable and I feel nauseous and I've got, you know, tons of other little things that we won't be mentioning right <laughs> now going on. And yet there's this unquenchable 
joy that I feel in just being alive. And, um, and it's about this moment. As much as I know that I'm almost complete, it really dawned on me probably yesterday that I have one more left, even though my mind right. knows right. it. Right. And people have been saying it to me, like, almost done, almost done. I have not been able to internalize that. Uh, until yesterday, it started dawning on me, kind of like Christmas is coming, yeah. the end, the end of right. the chemo re- regime is coming, because it's so about living in the moment, and taking all that is in the moment, and finding small pockets of joy, big pockets of joy, the absurdity, mm-hmm. um, and even in tears, there's joy. Yeah. Well, I would love, you know, I've posted, of course, the video has been out on Facebook, you know, starting December 1st, and I've posted it on my uh, timeline today, but I, we've got the audio clip from that video that I would like to share with our listeners. Okay. So, Jeff, go ahead and roll that. Awakening joy. I think about a joy that comes from really deep inside. I think about it. I think about a joy that comes from not what's going on out here, but it's a joy that we have a reserve for inside. That no matter what is going on in our life, no matter if there's been a tragedy or a catastrophic illness or if there's been an unforeseen circumstance that is painful, that there is a place that we can crawl inside of within ourselves. It doesn't sound natural. It, in fact, it sounds counterintuitive because in our world, we are so used to joy being externally based. But when we can pull joy from inside and we can feel from inside this gladness of life, this gratitude, a connection even to spirit, the living spirit that we are, there is a joy that cannot be quenched. That's awakening joy. Amen. I know. I know. Yeah. Wow, it brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. What What is that like listening to that in this moment? You know, um, well, I, I think what really moves me is how authentic and real it is for me. Um, you know, this has been quite a a path to be on, and it's like I'm resolute in not seeking joy as the opposite of fear or sorrow, but seeking joy for itself. Oh, yeah. You know? I love that. Yeah. How you just said that. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, a turning away or running or denying no. anything else. It's no. receiving it in and of itself, that experience of joy. It's so amazing to to have an opportunity like I've had with this cancer experience to realize that we are so loved and blessed. I mean at depth and and in the smallest moment and in the greatest, you know, um that that's what life is really about. It's not about acquisition, it's not about making myself something I'm not. It's really about receiving the gift of life and receiving the goodness of it in the midst of any and everything. And I think that when we refuse to push anything away, 
that spirit of God that is joy, that knows that life is, fills us. And there's, you know, there's there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to run from. In fact, it, it bringing to mind a, a recent experience I had with um, Terry Wilder, who's a yes. gung master, yes. right? You yes. were there, yeah. right? And so she gave me this personal um, treatment. And during that treatment, I, I was just sitting, I was just laying rather to receive the energy and the profundity of the gongs kind of resonating and passing through life and all of that. And I remember I had no question other than to receive and let that be. And I heard this voice that said to me, the reason that you're not afraid of this journey is because you've traveled it so many times. The reason, you know, people would say, you know, like, well, this is a terrible thing or it's a hard thing. And the reason you're not afraid, the reason you're joyful is because you've done this so many times and there you have nothing to be afraid of. And so I can feel the joy of the gifts of the experience. And there was one point in the in the in the whole session where I just started laughing and I couldn't stop. Yes, you remember? Yes, I, <laughs> I could I not. The joy was just overflowing mm-hmm. and and the more I tried to get actually like kind of curtail it thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this is a little too silly, <laughs> the louder the joy yes, got. Yes. It it was it was a spontaneous moment of living in gratitude and feeling present to life right now. Yeah. And life was full and it's beautiful. It was unspeakable joy, right? It could only be laughed. <laughs> it was. It was laughed ridiculously. Yeah. And then I was laughing because I was laughing mm-hmm. and yeah. joyful because I was joyful. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, I think that speaks to the piece. You know, I said it's contagious. It's, yes. You know, you can't witness. You can't bear witness to your radiance and that joy mm-hmm. that is it's just pouring out of you without tapping into it. Like, well, I mean, maybe somebody can. I don't know. I can't. Oh, like, I can't. There like, might be a few. There might be a few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, you know, the human condition, you know, grips people in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I suppose, you know, people could be asleep to that. Yeah. It is really hard for me to imagine that, oh. you know, it's and, you know, the way you deliver your sermons, the way even just, you know, we share lunch, mm-hmm. you know, and just conversation. It's there's just such a presence of mind that for me, I'll speak for myself. It okay. calls me to it, you know, oh. to be present to it. And and then when I'm away from you that I carry that with me, that this this is a different way to be. And um you know, you use the word authentic, you know, like mm-hmm. we heard that authenticity in your voice, like you, you know, there you were with this news, you know, when yeah. we, when we shot that video, you just, and in the, really in the unknown of what, how this is going to unfold. Not that you know anything more today, right? <laughs> Not that at True any enough. given moment we know anything, True. you know, but, but we like to craft our schedules and our calendars and our plans and all of that in such a way that we sort of have the safe illusion that we know you know, what's unfolding before us, but for you to be in that moment of, oh, here's, I don't actually know. And maybe there's shock, maybe there's, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but for you to just and dig in, but that's not even right because it was just rest. You were, you were just grounded and right into truth, mm-hmm. into that joy, that presence of spirit, that presence of mind and, and just open it's really it's really interesting to hear you talk about it and to observe and be a part of that experience 
was the most natural thing to do, and you, I think I would never know that unless I had the experience. You know, when I would um, plan as a minister for the Christmas holiday, which is the biggest season that we have, uh, back in late summer, I was thinking, well, I don't know how I'm going to be. I don't know if I'll be working, how much I'll be working. I don't know if I'll be serving in the community. You know, and I had images in my mind that kind of flashed through, like, well, I'll, I'll be like this. I'll be like how I am today. Yeah. And then I had images of, well, you might lose 30 pounds. That didn't happen, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, but but Tan did, so that was good. <laughs> I feel good about that. But, you know, and I thought you might, I don't want to be um, scary, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was mindful to not be, to not invoke fear, although I'm not responsible for people's right. experience. And um, and I thought, well, you might just be this frail person that's bedridden, and you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't know. And the beauty is that living in joy has been an elixir for me. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, it's 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 given me the fountain of youth, right? <laughs> yeah, and joy and laughter and motivation. Um, and for somebody having a different experience, that is theirs. But I also think this is probably natural for me. I mean, I really do it without a lot of effort. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And even, you know, like <laughs> when we were editing the video, mm-hmm. you know, one of my editors, you know, asked for the script because we do, you know, a lot of other things with the word. And I was like, there is no script. That right. you know, that just flowed. And, you know, and there was just this moment of, you know, it was stunning. Yeah. You know, that, that just naturally flowed, you know, from your heart. And, um, and it was so delicious. There's the <laughs> word for it. That was so delicious. delicious. Mm, edible. You know? yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what joy is. It it lifts us up into our true nature. You know, it, I mean, really, if we gave up all the worries and fears and the ideas and the doubts and the uncertainty just for even a minute, yeah. you know, for an hour, for whatever – we could not help to find in our own way, whether it's expressed outwardly or not, we would not be able to help but find our own joy because it is our essence. Yes, you it know? is. Yes. It's well, and all like those fears and insecurities and all of those things take us out of the present moment mm-hmm. and and are often born from the very thing we want to hold on to. Exactly. And But it takes us away from that. It's like, it's <laughs> paradox, right? You know, it's something it's I want. Wild. Yes. And so if we release that and just stay present to what is, then, then we're just left with that joy that, you know, mm-hmm. it is our essence. As you said, that's all that, that we are in. And why wouldn't we just spend our time soaking that up and being in that flow and, and together? Because that is the gift of life. Right. Yeah. And I just really think that that joy, when we get that it's our nature and that there is no polarity, it's easier to jump into it instead of I'm going to be joyful because I'm avoiding this. Right. Or I'm evading that. Right. Or I want to, you know. It doesn't I'm, have to be manufactured. No. no. And and it starts to happen even if, if we begin. I mean, this isn't really something I do, but I have done it. Um, but if we start to remember, I remember when I was such a serious person. I was a therapist. You? And what? I was serious. I don't even know. I don't, oh, I don't know gosh. that person. Yeah. You haven't, you, you've never met her. You never met her. But I used to always ask the question, how is this funny? 
And no matter what it was, and the most absurd things would happen, you know. I remember going to a Christmas party, and I really didn't want to go. I was so insecure, didn't know anybody, didn't want to go to the door. And and all all I could think of is everybody loves me, and everybody's glad I came. And it was just such a ridiculous thing to think. <laughs> nobody knows me. Nobody cares that I'm there. That I couldn't stop laughing driving to the Christmas party. And I was filled with so much joy that all these strangers kept up and kept coming up to me and saying, I don't think I've met you. <laughs> but they wanted to. Right? Yeah. It was an opening. Yeah. And so that absurdity of how is this funny? How how can I bring laughter into this mu- moment that I'm making so serious and scary Mm -hmm. was the beginning of turning around my personality to really feeling the joy of God. Like, who cares what people think about me? They're going to have their thoughts anyway, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, try as we may. Yeah. We cannot control what other people think. Yeah. Yeah. But I I just remember that. And then, you know, what I also love, and today I'm doing a memorial service this mm-hmm. afternoon for um, a couple, well, for one person in the couple who died unexpectedly last week. And it was such a tender moment. They they came to our church so they could get married legally as a gay mm-hmm. couple and had been together over 20 years mm-hmm. and thought, we can honor the love we have. And so they're really special to me. And as a result of the wedding, they started coming to church, became members within the last two years. Um, anyway, one one person, her name is Dee, died unexpectedly last week. She'd been ill for quite a long time. And in talking to her wife, her loved one, who had so many tears and, you know, I just recalled the joy in Dee's eyes when she took her wife's hands and she said her vows. And I told her that, surprisingly, about three weeks before, two, three weeks before, I had come across across their wedding pictures. And the joy that I felt just looking at them and to know that this was going to unfold two, three weeks later just filled me with the gratitude of having known Dee as a woman that was so grateful to be married and joyful despite all she had all of these health challenges and could not stand straight mm. with a degenerative disc disease but yet if you looked in her eyes and you would see her smile you would see joy joy in the smallest of moments joy in just simply being alive and that that to me is a real gift that be, to be able to see in others what they move through, yeah. and to see that in this now moment they choose joy as the truth of who they are, not their condition, not okay. their situation, not anything, but this now moment. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It reminds me, you know, you know, being, talking about how like really embracing joy and experiencing that essence in us in and of itself without pushing, you know, as a, a polarity, as you said, or pushing away its opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of the, the way that we open to gratitude that I talk about. It's like, we don't do it like, well, at least, at least this, I have that to be grateful for, you know, yes. where we, you know, we put all of the terrible things, you know, <laughs> but at least I have this one little, you know, mm-hmm. you know, little sunshine, little, you just, 
that's not actual gratitude, it right? Isn't. And um, I was talking Matt Kahn, who's a spiritual teacher, and he'll be on the show you know, in a couple of months. But um, I was was sharing that with him, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I love how you said that. That's like that's more like satitude, not gratitude. <laughs> like when you know, it's satitude. And so you know, we kind of coined this you know phrase to describe <laughs> that. Yeah, it's, I love it. You know, it's it's not really opening to that fullness of yeah. gratitude. And in the same way, joy is you know, it's not like well, even though I have this condition or this circumstance and and everything is terrible in my life, you know, but I'm just going to be happy. Or at least my house isn't on fire. Or, yeah. You yeah. Know, it's like look in for comparison. Like what the least is mm-hmm. like, that's, that's not mm-hmm. the full, we still are denying that, like that fullness yeah. of joy that, that is entirely present is entirely our essence regardless. And in the midst of everything. It's, it's really, it's really true, you know, and I think that when f- the first step is recognizing that it's there, yeah, because we are so externally based when it comes to joy and gladness and gratitude. So recognizing that it's first there, that it exists in me, is ownership of my spiritual, my spiritual gift, my inheritance. Yes. Right? Yes. So when I own that, now I start to look for it. Mm-hmm. Because whatever I look for, I will find. Whatever I right. seek, right. I start to look for where I have pockets of joy. I mean, and sometimes they're the most private of moments, you know? Sure. They're the moments when I, I I pull out a little ice cream cone out of the <laughs> freezer, and there, there are these mini little little cones, and I'm just tasting how sweet and smooth the ice cream is, and I start giggling all by myself, <laughs> you know. But it's that ability to be in an uplifted state, mm-hmm. um, and to find, and then to continue after that to seek the good, even when it doesn't feel like we're giggling. Right. Like I was talking about the memorial service I'm doing, I have a, a tremendous, a tremendous amount of joy in being honored in being able to, to really celebrate this woman who lived seventy years. Yeah. You know, there's a tremendous amount of joy in being able to tell her little secrets, and tell her strengths, and to tell her vulnerabilities. And there, that is joy. It's not always the laughing out loud. Right. And um, you can bet we're going to talk about some silly things. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because it's part of who she was, yeah. and it's part of who we all are. But I think recognizing that we all are, we all are joy in our nature, is one of the most liberating things that we can ever do. Yes, liberating. You know, there's this long-standing history in Christianity especially mm-hmm. of suffering, right? Exactly. That, that you know, if you're, you know, the more suffering, the more you suffer, the more pious you are, right? The closer mm-hmm. to God then more Christ-like. And so there's, you know, you have to like sort of portray this suffering. The martyr. Yes. yes. All of that. Oh, yuck. And and yet um, I think at this Christmas season, I think a lot of people are going through a lot of things, and they may be suffering. Mm-hmm. They may be struggling. They may be, you know, hurting. And can we reach down inside to just find that touchstone of joy in the middle of it? And maybe the joy is that I'm here today. Maybe the joy is that I am loved or love or maybe there will be a way yeah yeah which is not you know well at least i'm here today (laughs) 
at least somebody loves me. You know, and not you know, some people don't even have that. You know, it's not but, dead but yet. To really, just you're not dead yet. <laughs> but to really be present exactly. to what is. Exactly. All right, that music means it's time for a break. So Yay. we'll be back shortly. All right. I'm Reverend Linda Martella Witset with Silent Unity, reminding you that we are here for you during the holidays to support you with affirmative prayer and inspiration. From all of us at Silent Unity, we wish you a beautiful and blessed holiday season. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. And this is Reverend Jackie, and I'm back here with Reverend Myra McFadden. And we've been talking about awakening to joy and in the midst of every circumstance of being true to uh, and open to our true essence of joy. And, you know, so, you know, we've talked about, you know, the, 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 history of suffering, (laughs) you know, and how, you know, and how it's easy to, you know, sort of get caught up into, you know, what is lacking in our lives and, and maybe what we don't have in in those pieces, but, but to let all of that be and to really open to the fullness of the joy that is presence, the love that is presence, to open to gratitude and all of those good things. And so, you know, we're kind of talking over the break and, you know, that there's, there's more to, you know, to this conversation that it's, um, you know, back to that that piece of what we talked about in the first video where, you know, you just gotten the diagnosis, not knowing what the next six Mm -hmm. months would look like. And so now we're nearing the, um, the chemo rounds. You're at 11. You've just finished round 11 of 12. And, um, but we're, we're still like, we still don't know. You're right. There, there is no knowing. In fact, um, there, you know, there's a new development, you might say, Mm -hmm. um, that, I have a, some kind of a spot on my brain. I don't know what it is. Um, so my doctor found it when she did a MRI to rule out that I didn't have a stroke. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting news. Right. Well, good news. You, you didn't have a stroke, but you have uh, an abnormality on your brain, and we got to check it out. Now, she, um, when she said it, she, you know, she's so great. She's a great oncologist, but she was really matter-of-fact. She told me not to worry, but we definitely have to check it out. And so you'll be getting another MRI, um, which I'll have the Friday after Christmas. So in, in one sense, you know, you could say that joy is great because you're almost complete with this six-month regime, and wouldn't that be great? However, it's not over. Right. And even, you know, I was really thinking before um, when when I had this so nicely plotted out that I would have been done with all the chemo treatments before, before Christmas. Christmas. That right. was the plan. That, right. was, that was the deal. <laughs> that was the plan. That was the deal. Well, my body disagreed. Mm-hmm. And so I, w- I missed some treatments and different things happened because it wasn't able to tolerate it at that time. So now... Um, I was thinking, wow, wouldn't that be perfect? The rebirth of the Christ within, yeah. all of that, complete with this this whole thing, go forward. And now I find out I have another MRI to do to see what that is, um, whether it's cancerous, not cancerous, whatever that spot is um, that they're that the doctors are going to look into. And I also have to look at what's next. I mean, yeah. I'm very aware that... Um, it's not certain, medically speaking, right. that all is truly complete by, you know, by, I think, 
the early part of the year. My last treatment is expected to be New Year's Eve day and carry over into the new year. So there's still an uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not pushing that uncertainty away. I mean, the reality is the cancer could have metastasized. I mean, that's just that's just really true. It's possible. Um, it's also possible that it may come back at a later date. It's also possible that it is complete, you know. So living in that don't know and really opening to where is the joy in all this sounds a little bit absurd. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, I, I just can't even say how deep and how real it is to value life so much. You know, to be able to um, value, just really value life with the powerful gift of not knowing how long it's going to be. Yeah. And, you know, walking by my brothers and sisters here on this earth who really live that same journey, sometimes we have the comfort of putting it off and, and thinking it's over there. But it's really in front of us. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be here next year. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know whether that spot on the brain is just the abnormal way I think and it just showed up. <laughs> I mean, and was, was, it, was it already there? We don't know. <laughs> we, well, we think not. Yeah. However, <clears throat> we think not. And I do know that that I told my doctor I was abnormal. I said, <laughs> I don't know why you're so surprised. But anyway, whatever it is, what I know from the strength of joy inside is that I'm going to shine through it. Yeah. That's what I'm called to do. That's what I feel. And that's what I know. There's no doubt in my mind or my heart about that. Yeah. Thank mm. you. Um, shine is, you know, I use the word radiance, mm. you know, and that's, it's, it's truth. It's God beaming in through and out of you. And, that gift, you know, if if teaches people around you to really tune into that. And so even hearing you talk about, you know, what may or may not unfold, you mm-hmm. know, going forward, you know, as your friend, yeah. you know, I want I want all the reports to be good. I want this to be complete. <laughs> I want to check this off and move on to the next thing. And, you know, um, and none of us have that luxury in, in any right. circumstance. And um but what I do know is that every step of the way, you are more finely tuning me into the divine. And and so this experience, you know, of cancer is mm-hmm. life-giving. It is. It's, it's ironic, isn't it? Yes. I've never, I've never cursed it. I've never um, pushed it away. It's, um, it has been a gift of learning how to live life. And it's also been a gift of learning how to receive, you know, receive life and receive love and receive joy from others and caring. Um, to really say, to really say that who I am and who anybody is really is worth loving and knowing. Yeah. That is a deep joy that comes from an experience when all it's about is being it's not really even about who you are, what you are, what you do. It's about being and living and breathing. And um, 
that is one of the things that brings me a lot of joy is I I have always felt loved and I have always felt loved by God, the God that I sought out when I was a kid and ever since. But I have felt so loved by people I know and people I don't know, by strangers, by strangers who have strangers, you know, <laughs> yeah, right, right. everybody. And and I walk around like, like, wow, isn't it joyful to feel love and to feel inspiration and to feel connected to everybody? And if this is the experience that opened that door, then so be it. So be it. I'm grateful for it. And I do have joy about it. <laughs> ah, amen. Yeah. Life is so precious. It is so precious and so fragile. You know, I mean, yeah. it's easy to take for granted because we yeah. just wake up, we go to sleep, we wake up, and we don't have to think much about that aspect of being alive. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and yet in these moments we realize, like, oh yeah, it's people die every day. They you do. Know, it's that is the flow, right? That is the great cycle, yeah. and um. And so really being able to know that in, in a more present way, mm-hmm. but to not carry it with fear, but to carry it with love and yes. openness is, that's the gift. It is. It's really about living it. Yeah. You know, living it. And when we live it, then we're not afraid. Um, and we're not. Well, and you haven't, it's not, you know, living yeah. it like not like to, you know, the bucket list, like, well, I'm just going to go out and do everything, you no know, thanks. it's like not proving, you know, like it's, yeah. you know, I mean, like I've had the thought occur to me like, well, you know, maybe we need to, what, what would I love to do with my, like what, mm-hmm. you know, what things should we do? Should we take a girl's trip? Should we, you know, <laughs> what, and, and it's like, we could, we, we, could. Could, we could totally do that. And yeah. that would be great fun. We could. <laughs> and you know, going to lunch, you know, going yeah. for margaritas, coming and sitting on your patio and watching mm-hmm. the hummingbirds like those like that's that's the treasure because it's it's yeah. real. It's us. Yep. It's who we've always been, mm-hmm. you know, and just um, reveling in that, just really basking in the joy and the presence. And, and um, you know, the sun is a little brighter. The birds are a little more beautiful. It is the wine tastes a little sweeter, you know, it does. And, and just, you know, being in, in the presence with you. Well, you know, that that's the thing. It, you know, um, I have to say, some people have asked me, well, what do you want to do? Is there anything, you, kind of like, you know, these are your last days, right, so right. what do you want to do to get it done so you can have every ounce of joy you right, could possibly have? Right, and not have any regrets if, you know, right. like, so it's like turning, yep. it's so we, like a mishmash of terribleness in a way that we do to <laughs> ourselves, like, because that's natural. Like, I'm not it's judging. Meant well. It's yeah. meant well. It's meant to say, I want you to have every joy you can have, yeah. finish everything you need to do, complete everything you need to do, because it will give you peace or happiness or, or pleasure or whatever. And I was recently asked that, like, is there, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? You know, once I got the MRI results back, you know, what do you want to do? Is there anything you want to do? (laughs) You know, I thought, um, well, I did come up with an idea, but I said, really, no. I mean, I I am living my life and I I am loving it Um, to the best of my physical ability. You know, I have to sleep more and nap like a cat wherever I can, but, but I am loving my life and no. And then... Um, that was the turning point. That was the moment of revelation to say, really, 
I, I don't I don't need to go, you know, do something to make my life feel complete. It feels complete now. And if I have six months to live, if I have six years or if I have 26 years, whatever it is, it feels complete now. And and if there's a decision to go do something, if there's a decision maybe to take a trip. I want to go to Colorado. It's where I was born. I haven't been back since well, let's just say it's been more than a few decades. <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no, actually, I went back a little bit ago. But anyway, um, it would be because I want to go. It's not to get it in right. to complete right. this life cycle right. and, and do all the things I dreamed of. Right. Well, you're you're still living, like you're not right. dead I'm yet, still, right? I'm you're still, still here, breathing. you know. Yeah, so, so you yep, still good. get to to like decide. I want to go to Colorado, and it, you right. know, but it's the energy behind it. Like, exactly. am I? You know, are you doing this so that you won't have a regret that you take? You know, that it never went right, again. That you never went, or is it just because? Yeah, I want to go, and mm-hmm. you know, and so just mm-hmm. being in that flow of, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's got to be, a, I think a maybe a sweetness or or clarity that comes with like the decisions of like how are you going to spend your time like you know like right. i'm not going to get tangled up in in this drama or that drama the things that mm-hmm. might when we're sort of sleeping mm-hmm. to the facts of life and death that we might just really go all out for like oh i'm going <laughs> to like <laughs> we get caught up we you know, get in, so caught up in, in in our mini series yes, you know of yes. life and this one and that one and 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 no fault about that but we we forget the bigger picture mm-hmm. and the deeper truth yeah. and um you know i've I've had some different things and and just decided not to engage or to be actually um as my as my kids would say kind of relaxed about things like they can't even believe that I don't get all excited about oh did you know this happened and that happened and what's the outcome and and you know have the emotional process it's just like well yeah it's all right it'll work out but not from a passive perspective but from a let go let be perspective right. and that's not to say you don't get upset about things right no i well i do get upset <laughs> yeah Right. Because, again, you are still living. Like, you know, (laughs) this is what living is. Right. You get upset about things. You you know, you worry about things. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm not the guru on the hill. You know, that's so not me. It's probably never going to really be me. I get excited and I get worked up about stuff. And then, you know, what happens is I start laughing about it (laughs) inside or outside or both because it's just ridiculous in, in that it's it's not life and death right. you know it just right. is a moment it's a it's a thing um but i i feel like if anything i really want to say that i'm so grateful for how this cancer has has really changed me i i think it's made me more of who i'm really supposed to be um it's made me face fears that people have and see what's there and really there's not a lot behind the cloud you know Mm -hmm. of fear there's some things that are there certainly Um, I have attachments to my loved ones to you Mm -hmm. to my friends and family Um, and their pain Mm -hmm. doesn't bring me joy but their love does and that's how we find joy we look a little deeper not just to the pain not just to the emotion but it's their love and connection and um, the beauty we share and the strength and the goodness, even the hardships we share, the joy of doing that together. 
the joy of living life together. Yes. That's an endless kind of joy that will always abound. Amen. Oh, my goodness. I'm just feeling that. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking of Harlow. Yeah. We just, you know, the documentary we've been uh, working on with you and, you know, capturing mm-hmm. interviews with the community and with mm-hmm. you and um, as you've gone through this process so that, you know, we can share it with other people. Um, and so we got Harlow, your five-year-old, right? She five? She's six. She's six. My Sorry, Harlow. My six-year-old granddaughter. Six-year-old granddaughter. She's so precocious. <laughs> and, you know, and she was very nervous about being on camera, but she really wanted to do it. So she asked a lot of questions. And, I, you know, <laughs> you know she is a movie star. The camera loves Already. her. Already. Yes. <laughs> and so she finally was ready. And, you know, and it just was really apparent um, in talking with her how important she feels in this process like even without fully having words or you know maybe big people comprehension of it she has you know a clarity about what it means to be present to you know Mm -hmm. to those who we love Mm -hmm. and and to help and to take care of and you know and she just really just that beaming uh, little bundle of love it's interesting you would say that, you know, because six-year-olds are so about themselves and yeah. who they are and the yeah. world revolves around them. And and she's no stranger to that philosophy. <laughs> she is not. She is, she is as pale as can be and has <laughs> wonderful red hair and she loves it. She's all about herself in, in a really good way. But, yeah. but, you know, she's in that age. And then she'll be there and um, be really concerned about her own things and then she'll just come up and wrap her arms around me and mm-hmm. put her face right up on my cheek. I mean we're looking eyeball to eyeball and she'll say, "How you doing, grandma? Oh. How you doing? Are you feeling okay today?" And then she'll just give me a big hug or she'll just out of the blue more than ever, she'll just say, "I just love you, grandma. I just love you." And um you know, she's a thinker, and so for her to be in her heart more and be expressive and be spontaneous like that mm-hmm. means a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, it really means a lot, and that she jumps out of her world yeah. to say, I care about you, and you're with me. Um, that That's a kind of joy that's new between us She because, you know, she's growing. Yeah. And, yeah. and to really express that love is deep. It's really deep. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can see it. I can see her doing all of that. You know, on mm-hmm. this last Sunday, um, the kids were all passing out little stars and hearts. And she came down the pew that I was sitting in. Uh, and she had her little dress. And she had her little red handbag on yes. her arm, you know. Yes. And I was just like, okay, little Myra. You know, <laughs> she's just, you know, all fussy coming down, you know. And um, someone else had already given me a heart. And she handed me a star. And she saw I had a heart. And she took her star back. And she said, you can only have one. <laughs> And it's totally you. Like, right? She's like going to yeah. keep it in all in order. And this is how yeah. it's going to go. You know, and she just, you know, but that is uh, hilarious. Yeah, but, she's already mimicking. Me. She stands <laughs> at the lectern and acts like she's speaking. Oh, it's fantastic. You know? So that those yeah. are moments of joy. And yeah. that's what we're talking about. Yes. Yes. How do we embrace all of life and let it in? Yes. Let it in and let it be good. Let it be oh, good. So very good. So very good. So Christmas is upon us. We've got one more um, Advent Sunday, right? Joy. And that's this Mm. coming Sunday. And then Christmas Eve. Wow. So so what are you talking about on Sunday? (laughs) 
Well, we're we just gonna play this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're gonna play the video five times yeah, until right. the talk is done. Um, actually, you know, I really want to really want to cultivate joy. We've been. I'm gonna express the the end of this this piece of the chemo coming mm-hmm. to an end and the joy I feel, but really the joy I feel in our community. Yeah. Um, we've all been on this together. It's triggered personal and and community feelings and needs and wants. Well, uh, and I mean, right? we got to say that the community values the Jaggles, right? As they we call do. them for short. The first J, right? Right, is joyful. Is joyful. Yeah, and they embody that. They do. Oh, so they much. do. And I feel like I want to have a party. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a party because it's the birth of the Christ within, yeah. and it's the ability to know joy on a deep level not on on a superficial or transient level right. but to do that and to express joy in the courage mm-hmm. to come forward as a community yes to embrace the soul experience i mean you know, sometimes I'm sitting down. Sometimes I'm wobbling with a cane. Mm-hmm. I, I walk like I'm not sure where my next step is going because I can't feel it. And everybody witnesses, you know, mm-hmm. different things. And yet the joy is palpable that yes. we're in it together. And, and I think underneath that joy is love, that we love each other. Um, and so when you love each other, how is there not joy when we go deeper? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So I want to have a party and celebrate coming to a close with this phase, but also celebrate the love of our connection with each other, which is really the Christ within, because that's what it's about. Yes. It's about seeing one another, yes. right? Oh, and it's so perfect, that, you know, with the Christmas story, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's so easy. Like all that we've been talking about, it's so easy to open to all of that in the face of a newborn. Yes. Right. Like we it just comes natural. There's no like I got to cultivate, manufacture joy, you know, in a newborn. Mm-hmm. It's just like you just melt into exactly. all that is life, love, God and joy. And so to have that that story, um, you know, the, the coming of the Christ into mm-hmm. into the body, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the story of a newborn being born and then the shepherds and the angels and the magi and the star and i mean it's a glorious story right but it's that romantic you it's know rich. expression of it it is so rich and that's you know it's that's rich. what we feel yeah. you know in these moments and we can have that you know anytime any day anywhere and it doesn't require a newborn you it, know isn't that exactly what christmas is about yes. just what you said yeah. it is about Really knowing and and also knowing it doesn't only happen yeah. in December, right? Right. And it wasn't We're, just in Bethlehem. It was not. Yeah. It was not just yeah. in Bethlehem, and that it's as live today as we want it to be. And so that that gift of knowing that we are more than what we think we are, mm-hmm. that we are joyful, loved beings, that we are our nature is God. I mean. What bigger rejoicing do we need? I'm expecting angels to be showing yes, up. Yes. How about you? Oh, I'm expecting yes, them yes. to be flying and fluttering, yes. and I want the wings and the halos. <laughs> I want to the see full it show, all. right? The, yeah. you know, the, you know, the beaming light. Absolutely. All of it, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, you know, as it's written in scripture, you know, and they were terrified. Right. You know, because they saw this, it was so magnificent. Exactly. You know, that, you know and do not yeah. be afraid. Do not. Yeah. That is. 
Oh, I love that you said that. That is the gift of joy is do mm-hmm. not be yeah. afraid. Right. And well, and I think, moment. you know, a piece of it too is that, you know, oh. to presence is that sometimes people I think maybe feel guilty. Yeah. Like for being joyful in in the midst of difficult, challenging circumstances. Like how dare I open to joy or how, you know, I can't possibly, you know, I need to you know, tone it I, down. I need to tone it down. Yep. I need to be sad. I need to be upset to show how much I care and how much I love this person or, you know, how much I desperately want this situation to be fixed in a way that, mm-hmm. you know, our human minds would describe it as fixed, you right. know, but to um, to really be able to be present to the miracles, the magnificence of wow. life, of God, and without having to fix anything. You know, it's so interesting you would say that. It it flashed on me that when I was um, almost 19, I had a a boyfriend that died, drowned suddenly. And um, it was very traumatic. I was not filled with joy, I I can assure you. We'd been together for three years. But um, I remember the funeral. And I was at the casket, and they had to literally lift me up and pull me away. It was so painful. But I do remember that I had this friend, Marianne, who lived in another city and come, and we were all friends together. And she was standing in the back. And I remember when they pulled me up off the floor and pulled me away from that casket, they they turned me around. And hers was the face that I saw in the corner, and she was just beaming. She... I mean, the smile on her face, it was like the sunlight, you know, like she lifted her face. It was that picturesque, but she was just beaming. And I intuitively knew in the middle of all that heartache, I intuitively knew that she felt all the love in the room and that that's what that was about, that she was filled with the power and the presence of love, and her face was just joyful. And I will I'll just never forget that. Beautiful. Thank you for saying that uh-huh. because it brought that memory back. And um, and I could never understand it because I, I remember thinking later, like, shouldn't she have been sad or right. looked at least serious? Yeah. And yet, she was your angel in that moment. She right? was. And what a gift it was. And I thought of her face time and time again, and it helped me to heal, actually, during that hard time. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, great tidings of good joy, right? She was that angel. I'll never forget that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was summer. It wasn't even Christmas time. (laughs) (laughs) Any time, right? Right? It's not, you know, um, you know, Jesus probably wasn't born in December. I feel like I need to whisper that in I case it's shocking news to anyone. You're telling people. <laughs> yeah, it's live on the air right here. You need the online radio. You I heard can't. it. <laughs> That was Reverend Jackie. I did not say that. Just want to be clear. Just want to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's like, ah, duh. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's the music. I just don't even want this hour to end. Me either. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here and for just openly sharing your divine Mm. light, your divine unquenchable joy with the world. (laughs) I love you, Myra. I love you too, Jackie. Thank you so much. Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.